Welcome to Stories from 400 Feet, the podcast that gives you the inside story on what is happening in the drone industry, from the everyday to the not-so-everyday events that define this industry and push it forward. If a drone flies, we'll be there. Hi, I'm Danielle Gagne, Chief Storyteller for Velatus Aerospace. And today I am joined by Brian Wynn, CEO of AVSI. It's great to have you on the podcast. It's such an honor. Thank you, Danielle. Pleasure to be here. So we're at Exponential right now. What are you feeling about the, the show so far and what are you looking forward to the most? Well, this has been a, an amazing show and it's only Tuesday. It's always a very vibrant show, but obviously we've you know had some challenges here as of late. And I would say this is the show where we could see the energy back. There's tremendous advancement in the technology that's been going on throughout the lockdown. And we see that on display here. There's lots of new stuff here as well. We've made a major effort to get more maritime uh, stuff on the show floor and so forth. So it's still probably 80, 85% air, which I know is of, of most interest to your audience. Uh, but AUVSI is air, land, maritime as well. So we've got all those platforms represented here and tremendous advancements on display. I have to say you've always been a step forward on that because the integration of these technologies being used together is something that's being talked about just now, but you already have it here on the show floor. Yeah. There's enabling technologies that work in a lot of different applications and a lot of different domains. And increasingly we see efforts to have these different kinds of robots team with one another, as well as team with humans. So that to me is worth paying attention to. And I have been saying for a long time, this is not a drone show. It's an uncrewed systems show. And I think we're seeing that bear out. I, I didn't mention that we have trucks here, trucks that drive themselves or can be driven remotely. So they don't have cockpits and so forth. It, it's super, super exciting for somebody like me who, you know, I've been doing technology promotion for a long time. But now we see this technology being both pulled, not just pushed, but pulled into the market as well. Yeah, there's an actual demand for it now. Big demand. We don't have to try to convince people as much anymore. I heard you speak last year with the FAA, and I'm just wondering, as you look forward in the BV loss arc, what are some of your, your thoughts? Are you able to provide any opinions on that? Well, I was a member of the BVLOS ARC. Uh, Beyond Visual on a Site is the Holy Grail. That's going to unlock tremendous amounts of value, but we probably won't get it all at the same time. And one of the big debates that we went through in the Aviation Rulemaking Committee was whether or not we needed new regulatory structure to do this, like a Part 108 versus a Part 107 kind of thing, or whether some of it could be en enabled under the existing regulations. And I think the answer to that is yes. We, we have to look at doing these things both. There are new regulatory structures that need to be created because the entire aviation system is based on one pilot, one aircraft, seeing a boy. And clearly we are disrupting that in a good way, I think. And I've been a pilot for 30 years. And like many aviators, we are embracing this and recognizing that technologies that are going to be required to fly in beyond visual line of sight with complete assurance and without any degradation to safety is going to 
it's going to result in things scaling that will benefit all of aviation. And so that, I think, is not universally agreed to or grokked by the people that participated in BVLOS because it was a very diverse group. But there was some really high-quality thinking, some really intense debate. And I think the report at the end of the day, which wasn't agreed to by all parties or all participants, but the majority of the participants, was, I think, groundbreaking work. And I think the FAA is very eager to turn that around into a, a notice of proposed rulemaking and then move on to a rule. Whether that results in multiple rules or not, we'll just kind of have to see how they want to play it. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to see some of that. You mentioned this in the BB Loss Arts. There's some little hanging fruit, and there's a lot of encouragement to talk about enabling some of this stuff before even rules are really put to place. Like, how do you envision some of those rules being able to take place sooner rather than later? Well, it, it, it's a dichotomy because the things that are going to occur sooner are probably going to be done under waivers of rules, kind of like we saw with commercial flying of drones. You know, we had the whole 107, which was extremely restrictive, remains extremely restrictive, but then we had the waiver process, which, you know, that doesn't scale. That's, we need rules, but some of these rules are going to be more complex than others. And so uh, it's really hard to say what the timeline is going to be. And it's not just about certification of aircraft. It's about what kind of pilot qualifications are needed. You know, what's the targeted level of safety? What's an acceptable level of risk? We underlined some really new uh, and, and important acronyms through that process. I wouldn't want to be held to any sort of predictions about how this is going to roll out. All I know is that the, the integration office at the FAA, they did a great job organizing that, getting a diverse group of people to come together, very high quality thinkers, some real good safety experts. And people that, you know, were willing to fight for things shouldn't change and make some of us who know things must and will change actually justify what we were talking about because that's the way the regulatory process works. Yeah, I was really impressed with the group of people that were brought in there. There are people who I personally respect as well as someone as part of this industry. I was really impressed with the risk matrix and how you developed that. I was in that group, but yeah. I wasn't the highest quality thinker in there, trust me. We need to move away from use case base and move towards this, what's the risk? And I'm really excited to see what the FAA comes out with that. Thank you so much for joining me today. And My great pleasure. congratulations on having such a wonderful and vibrant show this year. Thank you, Dan. It was great to be with you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you.